0: Blog Talk Radio. My name is Jessie on Nichols George, and I'm your hostess today, and that song was probably a little bit different than what you're used to listening to at the beginning of the show here. That song was called Fresh Air, and it's by today's guest, What's Love Walk, and I'm so excited to have this guest on. They are calling internationally and today, and we're working on getting them into the switchboard. We're having a little um, blog talk slash Skype issue today. getting through. It's uh, been a little challenging. I don't know if there's a misconnection going on between the two of them today or what's happening. Um, I know I was having some issues getting into the switchboard today as well, so there might be some connection issues going on somewhere along the, the way. So we're going to hope for our best here, and our guest is going to be working on getting us in at the same time. So um, looking forward to having, having what's love on, and um, he can definitely correct me if I'm mispronouncing his name <laughs> along the way on this. I want to extend a big welcome to everybody, whether you are returning because you've listened to the show before or whether you are joining us here for the very first time. We do stream live in three additional places, Talk Stream Live, Streamfinder, and Penn, also known as Pair Encounters Network, and I welcome everybody listening through those channels as well. Now, what I do is during the show, I look at living a more compassionate life by aligning with your personal life code. And at times, I have guests on the show like today, um, wonderful guests on the show, so that you get a chance to learn more about their work and other things that might be an option for your code energy. And then I also highlight different musical artists. And today's guest happens to be a musical artist, as you might have guessed from the music at the beginning of the show there. And um, people that have listened to the show know that I have brought people in from all over the world as guests and brought to light some incredible insights through sharing their music and their work and giving them the chance to open up and share more about themselves. Now, usually this is a turning point of the year when I bring my musical guest on, and what we're doing is this turning point, we are coming up on what's known as Munasad, which is also sort of fire festival or a harvest festival, and it's a, it's a point that comes in uh, shortly after um, you know, the, the sun goes into Leo and things like that, and, and um, so it gives you all kinds of opportunities here on the show really to delve into a variety of different topics and tools and resources and thoughts that allow for personal exploration and universal insights and expanding your perception of how life works. And I'm kind of getting some messages here, so if I'm pausing a little bit, I'm checking in on what's going on with my guests. Um, and let's see here. And it uh, looks like they are having some trouble getting through here. So um, uh, I'm going to see what we can do along the way here. Um, very strange because I don't uh, have some of my normal aspects and I'm gonna just get a message off here. Um and just hang in there with us. We've got a little bit of technical difficulties going on with getting the guest in today. So hang in, they're trying <laughs> and they're working on it and, and there definitely seems to be a connection issue. Uh, if you're just um, coming into the show, this is the Code Connection, and bear with us for a minute. We're working on uh, um, getting our desk into our switchboard today and everything. In the meantime, I'm going to proceed through here a little bit with some of our uh, initial information. And what I do is I'm a coding interpreter. I uh, look at a person's life codes to allow them to live a life filled with compassion, looking at their individual blueprint in this incarnation, and how their energy is flowing and vibrating in the world. I've also created the Genesis Statement, which uh, helps people release things as well as manifest things into their life. And you can find out more about that as well as the books that I've authored, um, which I've authored four books on my own, and I'm a collaborator on a fifth book called Embraced by the Divine, the Emerging Woman's Gateway to Power, Passion, and Purpose. And then I've also created the True North, Tour, which is a multi-state nationwide tour, including workshops, retreats, seminars, book signings, and various events. So you can check out all those things that are happening through my website, CompassionCodes.com, and I greatly appreciate all those that do come through and share the shows here, because when you do, you are literally changing lives. And so often, just by simply clicking the share button, a life is transformed through the information and experiences being shared here, and they can always listen to it in the archives by using the same link that you used to get into the live show today and then listen to it at their convenience. Now, my shows can also be found through the Main Street Universe listing as a podcast at iTunes, tunein.com, and through my YouTube channel. So wherever you're listening in to us today, from, that's great, and I love it, and I'm glad that you're here with us. Now, before we get started on everything, one of the things that I like to do is to open to a book called... uh, the 72 Names of God, it's by a Kabbalah master, Yehuda Berg. And this does get posted up, by the way, under my media tab under the code connection. And you'll see a place for like messages and insights under that. And um, you can go in and reflect on this throughout the week. So it's a great option for you. Now, the thought that Yehuda has for us, so the message that he um, is bringing in today, what we have is that the name of God, the common name, is thought into action. And um, excited to have this here. So Thought into Action is the theme that he's working with and that we're working with this week. And the initial message he provides us with is, typically, because of our own inaction, worthy goals and daring dreams never materialize. We procrastinate. We lose our passion or we simply give up. Our best ideas remain unrealized hopes. Our thoughts never become actualized. Kabbalah has an explanation for this. Now, the insight that he goes on to give in regard to this is our dreams and aspirations are rooted in the purity of the upper world, but our actions take place here in the material dimension, where a seemingly infinite variety of impediments can get in our way, like today, right? (laughs) Everything from doubts and fears to mortgage payments and credit card debts. And we are often inspired by brilliant thoughts, innovative ideas, and lofty goals but we need to follow through and close the deal. If this doesn't happen, if our intentions fail to manifest, it's a clear sign that we've lost our connection to the upper world. And the meditation that he goes on to give with this is, you are now reconnecting and reuniting the upper and lower worlds through the power of listening. By bringing these realms together, you find courage and commitment to accomplish your goals, and to achieve your dreams. Your thoughts become actualized. Your best ideas are transformed into action and then into concrete results. So great message by Yehuda this weekend. Um, I'm just going to have my guest hanging on here because we're going to finish getting some of the opening things done here. And then once the opening pieces get done here, I'm going to put on a nice long song. I'm going to switch a couple of the songs up <laughs> for this show today, put on a nice long song for the break while I work on getting our guest in. So just hang in there, everybody. Now, the thought that's going to get us going in the topic and the direction that we're, we're going today, this is going to carry us over here before we go into break. Does music really soothe the savage? and can it really shift us in a way that allows us to find a peaceful and centered space? Does music that we listen to during activities such as yoga or meditation make a difference when doing that practice. I have talked about a few aspects of music along the way, and there is no question that music can shift our state of being, our mindset, and even the way that our brain functions. We have learned through various works that it can change structures, vibration, how planets grow, create even physical healing and trigger memories within this life and others. Other studies have shown us how it can create comfort, peace, and a variety of other states of being or emotion. When we look at the codes of music, we find that it works on the same code patterns of the earth and the heart. As a result of this, we can see that automatically it is a channel for divine presence. Music then becomes a true vehicle for the proverbial energy of heaven on earth. Now, when we look further at this code pattern, we find that it operates on the vibration of love, peace, and immortality. So music, in its true sense, is designed to connect us into this energy and by its very nature is operating in a way to remind our own cells and DNA of this energy and vibration. It serves to open us in a way to connect us with what is unlimited and everlasting by whatever name. You call that be it God, divine, or spirit. Now, when we look at a specific type of music, such as meditational music, we then add in the code patterns of wisdom, personal connection, and alignment, and setting aside the material world by choice. To do this specifically in connection with music opens us to a pattern that allows us to see what is causing suffering or anxiety or placing us in a victim energy pattern. And this awareness allows us then to release it through the channel known as meditational music. So in essence, you might say that it opens awareness to what needs to be adjusted and allows us to make that adjustment, which will restore peace, our true nature, or vibration of love, and remind us of our unlimited and never-ending flow, a vibration of immortal love. And can you remember times when music has helped connect you to your true nature? Have you noticed how much meditational music provides you with a balance to be um, to the material world? And have you noticed feelings of peace and love flowing through you after listening to music? It's critical what music can do, and it's a powerful thing, and to think that it actually triggers a reminder of peace and love and our own immortal soul within it is just really, really beautiful. And it's no wonder that it has the impact on us that it does. Now, the code energy for this week is all about taking command of your life. It reminds us to work wisely and to not be afraid of what we are being called to do, even if it is outside of our comfort zone. To follow through on your own plans and to carry forth with your own ideas is sure to bring you many lessons. Taking command of our life is oftentimes about facing our fears and embracing the journey that we are taking. It is about knowing that we will be guided each step of the way if we choose to watch and listen. And it is about realizing that there are no wrong turns in life. And walking forth with the confidence that spirit is on your side. Now this week, set aside your fears of doing what you know is yours to do. And start with just one step. Quite a bit. That thought is also posted under my messages and insights, under Code Connection on my media tab on my website, which you can find at CompassionCodes.com. And I'm going to take a short break here. Well, actually, it's going to be a longer than normal break <laughs> for those that are used to listening to things. And when I return, hopefully I'm going to have today's big guest, What's Love What's love, Walk with me. And he's going to be sharing his thoughts and his music, and I'm going to try to get him in through the switchboard if at all possible today. I'm not sure what's going on with our whole Skype system, which is what we're struggling with today. So, um Anyways, the song that I am going to play by him, because I'm switching it up a little bit here to, um, you know, give us a little things, is called Still Bay um, by him. And again, this is by today's guest, and we'll be back hopefully in just a little while here. Hang in with us. Welcome back, everybody. This is the Code Connection and I am Jesse M. Nichols George, or I should say Jesse on Nichols George. And um, <laughs> oh, we're having an interesting day with a few technical difficulties going on. And we do have with us today What's Love Walk. And um, you know, what we're gonna do is we've got a little different thing. We had a long break song in there. Um, because we were trying to get our guest on the air, and there seems to be something where the Skype system and the blog talk radio system are not communicating (laughs) for some reason. So I'm not sure what that's all about, but it is what it is. And um, anyways, I do want to introduce about our guest today, because I'm very excited to have him on. Beautiful, beautiful meditational music, as you can See, and what's, you know, a little bit different here today, too, is normally people are used, this time of year when I bring a musical guest on, I oftentimes bring on very upbeat and alive and heavy, passionate music and things like that. You might have remembered last year, um, you know, I had some great guests on, a guest that called in from India and um, Shashika Maruth and, and, um, you know, very vibrant music and, and everything. Well, it's very interesting because I'm sensing this year, this year's taken a different tone and a different pace. And sometimes what we really need, especially in the middle of summer, for those of us that are in summer in the middle of winter, for those of us that that are in the other half of the world in the middle of winter, is just some quiet time, some stillness time, some meditational time. And I thought this music would be absolutely amazing and wonderful to have Um, During this time, so we're going to approach this from a different aspect since we can't get our guests actually into the switchboard. My guest is going to be relaying messages to me during this course. And so he's going to be talking about different things and sharing his thoughts that way. And I'm going to read them off to you as I get that information from him. So I've kind of got a jump start going to him. So let me get to introducing him. Um, Absolutely wonderful here. This is Vlastislav Walk, and he makes relaxational music. He sings, plays guitar and piano. Václav's music suits any type of relaxation exercises like yoga, meditation, Tai Chi. Ever since he was a kid, he was making up songs, and there was always some tune going on in his head nonstop. And Watzlav went through many styles before. Ever since he got on a self-development and spiritual path that he's still on, including meditation, yoga, and Tai Chi, he has felt mostly drawn to relaxational and meditative kind of music, and he still keeps making that music now. He's just finished recording his first long album, which is called Sunrise, and it seems that there are people who really enjoy listening to his music. I love that he puts that in there. (laughs) and that this is a huge honor for him, and he will do his best to give his best. And we're talking about his work and sharing his music, so we're going to have some music interspersed in the show, maybe, you know, as much as we can put in today. And um, that was his music at the beginning of the show. That was his music at the break. Again, the break song that we played was Still Bay, which was really, really great. And you can learn more about his music at um, WU. W.C.Z, okay? So it's just wu um, will be how you can access into his website and you can listen to some of his music and everything there. And, you know, I was asking what's love um, while we were at break and uh, checking with him to say, okay, you know, let's start off and I want you to share a little bit about your journey, you know, how did you get into doing the music that you were doing? And what he shared with me is, um, and I'm just going to read what he put in here so that you get his wording and his concepts in here. And what, uh, what came up for him was, I think that all things that happened to me on my path through life has led me to creating this music. First thing, I believe, was having a very musical parent. My mother is an amazing singer, not recording, but amazing singer. My father plays piano, guitar, sings, and teaches music on elementary school in a lovely village in South Moravia. Wow, that's an exciting piece right there. From early age, I started playing violin and kept doing that until puberty when I rebelled against all the stuff available. After a few years, I started attending tai chi classes. My father started attending half a year before, and my life changed a lot. I started practicing tai chi, yoga, meditate, and I started playing acoustic guitar. Not meditative then, though, mostly popular metal, rock, or folk songs. And after several years, my chai chi teacher suggested playing some relaxation relaxing tune during our casual afternoon relax during our seminar and that changed my musical orientation a lot because i realized this sort of music resonates better with my soul I love that he's sharing these pieces because we oftentimes more and more today we're seeing this mix of musical genres. You know, it's no longer just rock or just metal or just folk songs or just pop or just country. They seem to blend together so much. And, you know, that's exciting to see that. And I think what what Slav is sharing here is also... Really, really wonderful because it reminds us, so many of us start out on a path and we're rough along the edges. You know, we don't all just start off in this stage, at least from this earth and this incarnation, of already being evolved and jumping right into the relaxational stuff. I know when I started on my journey and path, I had to come across a lot of things, of, of, you know, I was focused on the power of things as opposed to really the work more. So we all do this growth and development, so I'm really glad that he shared that piece in there. And he continues on here. He says, and after five years of perfecting the music and collecting musical gear, I needed to record the album. And this March, I published my first album that you are listening to in this show today. So this is his first album. He just put it out in March, and it's been a five-year process of bringing this into the works, and, and I love this, and um, you know, I'm, I'm very, very excited. because. I, and I'm going to put this question out here and give him some time to, to type while I'm talking <laughs> in here, and that is you know, what's love. I noticed that a lot of your music has aspects of nature in it. You know, we talk, it's got, you know, Still bay a song that we're going to be playing next, will have, has called Snowflake. Uh, you know, what we opened up with was called Fresh Air. So I noticed a lot of nature and a lot of elements in your music. So I'm hoping you'll share with us a little bit more of why you brought nature and the elements in so much. And I find that really powerful because where what's is showing and sharing with us that it took five years to put this together is that great reminder that things are a process. They're not going to just up and happen overnight. They're not going to just be there when you wake up. And, and it's, it's a great thing in this period because still to now I see so many people who have gotten frustrated in the so-called ascension process of things because it didn't just shift overnight. And this reminder is is it's an ongoing process of shifting and refining and defining and understanding and learning and growing and bringing work together. Um, It's not an overnight process. Uh, I love that he brought in all of these nature aspects and these aspects of the elements of air and water and things like that into the titles of his song because for me, bringing in the elements is so much, um, you know, so much in the uh, uh, the turning of the year. That, that's a big part when we look at the turning of the year. So it's really perfect uh, for sharing at this time. And it's our natural flow. To me, it's a natural Uh, way that our energy goes Um, so i i want to give him a minute here also to to type in about the song snowflake what is that about does that have a particular meaning he he is sharing back with me um, as far as nature goes he says yes nature is the place where i feel connected to the universe the best above all places and I should mention that What's love is not from America. He is from another country. So some of the terminology in the translation, they use different terms than we use. And um, and I love that because I always love the terminology that comes up. <laughs> it's, a, it's a different um, It's a different way of expression, which is really, really beautiful. So, you know, he's expressing here. And I think this is very true because I feel the same, that nature, where I connect as well, um, more than any other place. I mean, I can connect pretty much any place that I am, but it's when I'm in nature that I think I personally feel so open and so at peace, and I know I felt that even when I was traveling, even though I was dealing with a lot of so-called stuff over the last couple of months before I came back to Sioux Falls two weeks ago that nature is it for me. You know, I've got to have some sense of nature around me. And he goes on to say, he says, the only other things that bring me to a similar state of connection to universe are the meditation, tai chi, and music. So I brought these things together, nature, spirituality, and music. That's a really beautiful... Um, making that connection and realizing that harmony because I see when I look at the codes of what's lost works and I'm looking at just a couple of these songs here, the codes of still day is about balance. It's about harmony. It's about blending the heaven and the earth. And when I look at the codes for his song Snowflake, it's about lessons learned. And I know as we learn and we evolve, that there are these key elements that what love is talking about that is nature and spirituality and music. And he says that most, if not all, of my songs come to me in the meditative state, inspired by feeling of nature, and the music just comes to me. I love that he is expressing this because in this expression, it's something that's been running through my mind lately. I've had some thoughts coming in, and I thought, wow, what if I just went out and did this? (laughs) You know, so many of us have fears of what other people will think if we go out and do something in the world, and we just do something. And when we're willing to set aside those fears, a lot like what, Um, Yehuda shared in the message that we had at the beginning of the show when we're willing to set it aside and not worry about what others think we can really open up this flow that what has been experiencing and that he goes into this trance this meditative state that the music comes to him from. He says also and I somehow try to sum up all those things that inspired me in the title of each song So this is really exciting. I want to play this song, Snowflake, for you and um, put that in here. And this is by today's guest, so I'm going to give you a chance to just listen in and really enjoy this music for now. Welcome back, everybody. This is Jesse on Nichols George, and I have with me today, What's Moss Walk, and he is with us, and it's very, very exciting. I I am in such deep appreciation for him being with us today, and we're doing this a little bit different because we had some technical difficulties with him getting into the switchboard to share his own voice with you, so he is typing in um, answers to questions and things like that, so that I can then read them and give you his wording on it. Um, And that song was called um, Snowflake. And a lot of his songs are about nature and um, the elements and the seasons and various things like this. And it's really, really wonderful to have this blend. He channels his music. So if you've missed any part of the show, feel free to definitely go back and listen to it starting at the beginning of the show. And, you know, I'm in deep appreciation for him calling in because it's very late where he is. Um, He's calling in from the Czech Republic today, um, or with us from the Czech Republic. He's not quite in the switchboard, so, uh, you know, that is a a great aspect, and it's a real pleasure to be sharing his work and his music with you on this approaching Munasad turning of the year. Now, I had asked him while we had that song playing, to share a little bit more about what it feels like for him to be releasing this first album because this is his first album. It took five years in the making, and he just released it in March. So it's brand new as this whole album version. And he says, okay, about releasing the album, this was very transformative for me. During the process of recording the song, I was actually sometimes in stress worrying that the recordings are not perfect or something. Luckily enough for me, I have by my side amazing girlfriend who supported me during this time and reassured me the recordings are great when I had some doubts. I think what's flaw brings up such an important point here. One, that sometimes we are going to have doubts in our path and we are going to wonder about things. And also that sometimes we get very wrapped up in being too hard on ourselves (laughs) in the process of things and that it's so valuable when you have a loving partner at your side and you're going through this process. And if you don't have a loving partner at your side, you have to play that loving partner or bring in the network of people who can reassure you um, in the times of doubt and that oftentimes our points of stress, our points of frustration turn into some of our greatest turning points. And I can relate to that because along the way I know I've had mine as well and they have turned into some of my greatest turning points. So he goes on to say, finally, when my birthday was coming up, I decided it could be great time to release the album. So I sent the recordings to the publisher and scheduled release on the March 9th. Okay, so back at March 9th, he published this. And this is really, really interesting because when I look at the aspects of codes and I look at the importance of March 9th, and, of course, we have to admit that What's has a natural um, opening and connection because, as he was mentioning it is in his music and it's with his music and it's in the meditational process and in nature where he feels the most connected with his work. But as we look at that particular date and the realm of codes that he chose to release this album it is all about uh, bringing advancement into the world. It's all about uh, receiving success and victory after a long initiation or test or having to be determined. And it is all about elevating the world. So I have no doubt with a natural attunement to that date that he has, um, uh, you know, chosen that very, very wisely. He says, by the way, there is also some fine numerology in this. (laughs) Date of my birth, 3 and 9, Multiplied together, create 27, which is my current age, actually. Um, I love when people are putting these combinations of pieces together uh, where he, he brought that in there. So he, um, he actually found a personal connection for himself in this. And I, of course, love numerology. It is a one piece. I don't use it in the traditional sense, but it is one piece that I use as um, part of looking at code interpretation on things. So, you know, he found a way, and I always feel that this adds something when we are releasing our work into the world or doing something, as if you can make a personal connection to it, it oftentimes is going to create a lot more meaning for you. And WhatsApp goes on to share with us. So I figured that it's a great time to make a big change in my life. And after the album was released, the rest of the stress was relieved. When even total strangers started telling me, they love my music. And that's exciting. That's really, really exciting. Because, you know, to have somebody come back and share with you that and to not know the process that you've been through or to know anything and to, to share that feedback with you. And this is where sometimes it is so important to give feedback to people because we don't always know what somebody else is experiencing. We know what we're experiencing, but we don't always know what they're experiencing. And this is the, another aspect that he brings up very beautifully in here is what Club shares with us the component of when we are willing to see something through, that we then actually get the relief and then we get the stress that goes away. Uh, because as we complete the cycle and let it keep unfolding as he does with his music, then we are creating a freedom for ourselves in that process. So I want to move on to a song that is appropriate to our season and the time of year that we're celebrating, Summer Meadow. And I'm going to go ahead with that song, get that interspersed in here, and we will be back in a few minutes. This is a little bit longer song. I'm giving you a chance to really experience uh, what's lost music here. And we may or may not go all the way through with this, but uh, let's give it a try. Summer Meadow. Meadow by today's gets, Let's walk) back. This is Jesse on Nichols George and you're listening to The Code Connection. And today I have on as my guest, Let's Love Walk. We're doing things a little bit different today because, oh, well, (laughs) technical difficulties, which just seems to be my pattern the last couple of months (laughs) on the show. But that beautiful piece you were just listening to was called Summer Meadow by today's guest. And uh, you'll have to go back and listen to the rest of the show in order to get filled in on why he did meditational music and why we're playing meditational music at this time of year, which is normally full of fire energy. But I absolutely love these pieces that What's Love has, has put out, and he's really you know, I think brought a unique blend, a little bit different than what I've heard from other artists out there that are doing meditational music. And it's very exciting for me to share his work with you because I feel like there is a lot of powerful coded energy in his work. And I feel that his work is going to be something that maybe even if it's taken a while to be put out there, that I think is going to impact a lot of lives. And a lot of people. So what we're doing during the show, since he couldn't get into the switchboard, is he's typing information in for me and answering questions that way. And while we were on break, um, what I was asking him uh, to go ahead with and to share with you is if there were um, uh, something about um, that touched him or that that, – hit him on a very deep level, or that he really loved when people tell him that they love his music. And, um, you know, it's always interesting because, you know, on this show, I love to get into the people <laughs> that are a part of my show. And I love when they are candid and vulnerable and transparent, like what love is. So he goes on to answer my question, and he says, some other interesting thing happened a few months ago. After releasing the album, because my music hasn't yet reached many people from statistics I have available, (laughs) the total number of people listening to my music regularly or buying the album is to this day about 10. That's right. You heard me, only about 10. Can you believe that? I think he's going to have a lot of sales after this, or hopefully he'll have a few more sales to add to that number. So from this, I felt as if all the recording work I went through was pointless, And for some weeks, I felt that I will maybe quit recording my music and will just compose and play it just for myself without all the microphones and complicated recording in my apartment that is definitely not soundproof to the outer world, especially neighbors, pets, and nearby trams rushing downhill. But as a response to these feelings of mine, an answer came shortly. And I'm going to get to that answer in just a minute, but I want to interject something here because this is another point that I see a lot of people happen um, upon in their path, And that is this aspect that um, they hit these frustration points and it's kind of like, what am I doing this for? And I can admit, I myself have hit those frustration points and, And they come and go no matter how evolved or how long you've been walking your path. And, you know, you wonder yourself, oh, my gosh, you know, is this even worth it? And what's interesting is what Slav mentioned in here is that he thought maybe he will just compose it for himself. And ironically, when we do something for ourselves, that is when the world will listen ironically, that's when we get some of our biggest pieces come about. So he proceeds on with this story of this um, answer that came to him. Because I think many of us have asked it, you know, what am I supposed to do? Am I even supposed to be putting this out there? And he says, I received a very special message from Sweden. From two disabled orphaned guys in wheelchairs that have nobody but themselves, and spent whole life in facility for people with disabilities. Those two guys wrote me that they have very little. They have very little joy in their life, but very much enjoy listening to music, and that they love my music and asked for my autographed photograph. I cannot describe how touched I was, how moved I was. They also wrote that they have no money, so they even can't pay a dollar, which some musicians, agents request for posting the autograph. He smiled. As I had mentioned, some aspects that what was inspiring me today with the stories that he is sharing. And he goes on to say, so I not only sent them the autographed photographs, I also sent them my whole album for free because they can't buy it since they have no money. And since they wrote me that their lives are, and I quote, mediocre, I wrote them a very long message to express what their message and request for autographs means to me. You know, these are the stories that I love the most because these interactions are so powerful. And it's always interesting to me how sometimes we feel like what we have to give isn't enough and that it can't be enough and that we don't have anything to share. But our mere interest, our mere um, just humbleness, our mere appreciation. And we talk about gratitude and appreciation many times and we forget how... Our enjoyment and expressing and letting somebody know that can impact their lives so tremendously because we might be sharing that piece of appreciation at a critical moment in their life, just like these guys did for WhatsApp, and just like WhatsApp is doing for me right now <laughs> today because I've had some rough bumps in recent uh, times, well, I don't even know if there's so much repentance, but there's a lot of change going on for me and that's bringing up a lot of, of things. So, you know, when I heard his music, like I said, it's just so powerful and it, it was just so balancing and calling for me. Um, and, and people that know me know that there's not a lot that does that <laughs> really easily and quickly for me. So it's, it's a true treat when I find Um, people like What's Lost, who have this. So he goes on to say, I wrote them that even if my music makes difference in only their lives, it makes it all worth the work. And that when they asked for my autograph, it made it feel even more worth the work. And thank them for what they did for me That's a powerful statement. That is powerful because too many times we sit in the work and we've received something from somebody in maybe what seems like the simplest of gestures. And we forget to say thank you for that. Because even if somebody doesn't understand completely how they've touched our lives, it's really important to just give that expression and let them know we don't have to embellish it with all kinds of extra things. Uh, I know, like what's love for me, some of the most important messages that I have received from people be they a listener on the show or somebody that listened to when somebody interviewed me or whether it was just. Something they attended, or anything, that message that just says, You touched my life. And I know for me, like what's love, I don't know that there's anything more powerful than that simple expression. And I think as all of us, when we're on our path, give that back to somebody in sincerity and in honesty is one of the greatest gifts that we can give back because here are these people like in his situation and they're expressing something and they're looking at what's all and they've put him on a pedestal in some ways. And to have that person that you look up to or that has inspired you or that you admire in some way come back as an authentic person is really an incredible experience um, to have. And I think that as we evolve and grow as individuals on our path, we need to remember that people are watching us and they are being inspired by us. And it's important to take the time where we can. I mean, granted, we don't have the time for tons and tons of casual say conversation but even some simple things sometimes are powerful to share. That exchange is powerful. Voslav goes on to share with me here he says and also wrote them that even though their disability and situation makes their lives challenging their lives are what they make of it and wish them to have their lives filled with love, joy, and peace, and wrote them to not let anyone or anything ever to stop them from that. And I'm so glad that he added that in there. We're synchronized even if he's not coming through the switchboard <laughs> today. And, um, and he's offering up, by the way, a link to these gentlemen. Uh, blog, um, an introduction, which is Ben and Mall, so that's B E N A N D M A L L dot blogspot dot cz, and you can look them up and see. And they also uh, have a Facebook page, which he's sharing: facebook dot com forward slash home. Uh, homes, excuse me, so it's facebook.com forward slash A-M-H-U-L-T-S dot H-O-M-E-S and you can actually see these gentlemen um, and connect with these gentlemen that had this impact for What's Love on there. And I really want to know from What's Love and I'm going to give him a chance to respond as we go to this next song of him um, and you know, we, I will see what I can do to get those links, try to remember to get them posted up when I do the YouTube version of the show. And then uh, you can actually access those links directly that way. So I think that's what we'll do. That'll be an easy way for you to access them uh, in there if you don't locate it on your own as well. So that will be a, be a good option. And what's the is saying, you know, maybe he can also post the links um, for this conversation on the show. The, um, or on the show page. <laughs> we'll get it all there. But I want to play another song here by him and uh, to get this going. And this next song is called Winter Joy. And I'm going to have What's Love back with me after this song and um, sharing just a little bit more of some of his thoughts. We'll be back in a few minutes. that this is Jesse on Nichols George and I'm your hostess. You are listening to the Code Connection. And today's guest is What's Law Walk? And I know I've never done an interview this way, <laughs> but it's actually working out. Actually we have some great input coming in from our guest who is typing things into me. Um, he's calling in or here with us from the Czech Republic and You know, it's very interesting. Um, That song was titled Winter Joy by him, and this is What's Love Walk. If you've missed any part of the interview, please go back and catch it in the archives. And he was sharing a wonderful story with us in regards to the gentleman that kept him inspired along the way. And it's really interesting as I, I went in and I was taking a look during that song also, um, about their story we shared, uh, their um, Blogspot um, post. It's uh, Ben and blogspot dot cz, And, you know, they are two gentlemen that are, uh, have multiple disabilities and they're um, best friends and they live at a, what's called a service home which uh, they consider quite a boring place. This is part of their story here. I'm reading it from their, their blog post. And they say, anyway, we're stuck here and we have to cope. And the reason they're stuck there is because they were orphaned there at the ages of five and six. And they felt like that was the worst thing that could happen to a child at an age in life, and the parents are needed the most. And they can't move their bodies properly, so they need assistance with most daily things, and their lives are difficult and unhappy and dark is what they put on here. But they both dream, if only we could walk, we would have loved to experience the nature, the smells and the sounds. You know, it's amazing how we all tune back into that along the way. Um, and, and that's the one thing that they tuned into. And they said when they were placed there by their parents, they were too small to understand and that they would... Remember, They remember waiting for their mom and their dad to come back and to take them home and only to just give them a hug, and yet they never showed up again. Not even a postcard from them. And I don't know if many of us could handle that very well, or I know that's hard. We certainly have a lot of orphans out there in the world. And, you know, they go on to express that no one comes for their birthdays or for Christmas or for Thanksgiving, or New Year's, et cetera, and that they're lonely during the big holidays since the staff are home with their loved ones. This can bring tears to what is oftentimes a happy time for other people. And they say, what do we do besides living in this darkness, this hopelessness? They're able to use a computer. They can turn TV and music on and off and can even write a letter, even though it takes a tour. And good music is their belief, and that's their enjoyment, and that's how they connected with What's Lost, our guests today. They enjoy movies and sports and news, and the local scout group in their area heard about their situation and came to visit them about twice a year and they look forward to those meetings. And it just reminds us that there's a lot of people out there like Malt and Denny who can use a branch, And sometimes it's just a small thing. And, you know, it helps them to have things. And I, you know, will probably be one of those persons that will send something to them because I would love for them to be able to have something to look at to read, to, you know, share, and to take in with their life, and so um, very exciting. I wanted to share that. In the meantime, I had also asked what's love about, you know, what's an important message for him to share with people? What if he could get us to get something? What would that be? And his key thing that he shared with me, he said, always follow your heart. Everything is always the way it should be. These are really big things and hard for a lot of people to remember because a lot of times when we try to follow our heart, our fears come up. But if we stay in the heart, then we can get past those fears. And To remember, as what's well said, everything is always the way it should be. It may not feel like it's working out. It may not feel like you've got a great life. It may feel rough and challenging, but it's always the way it needs to be in that moment because so many times we don't get the whole story. We can't see everything of what this moment is taking us into And so many times I know if I could have just seen my challenges and what they were leading me into, they wouldn't have felt so challenging. They would have been full of joy. And so if we can keep that in mind, I think that is very, very important. And what Small goes on to share with us, he says, everything on one's path leads one the right way even though it's a hard or difficult situation. For example, if my parents haven't divorced when I was a kid, I'd never start thinking about life more deeply, and I'd never move to the city where I met my Tai Chi teacher who changed my life. If my best and oldest friend didn't die in a motorcycle accident a few years ago, I'd never realized many things, including the true, deep value of friendship. And I'd never learn to appreciate all that I have in present moment. So seemingly bad and traumatizing experiences lead to make one's life better and actually turn out to be the best things that could happen to one. This reminds me, and I'm going on continuing to read what Love's works here. He says, "This reminds me very strong quote I really like. Your pain is the breaking of the shell that encloses your understanding, even as stone of the fruit must break, that its heart may stand in the sun, so must you know pain. And could you keep your heart in wonder?" At the daily miracles of your life, your pain would not seem less wondrous than your joy. And you would accept the seasons of your heart, even as you have always accepted the seasons that pass over your fields. And you would watch with serenity through the winters of your grief. And that quote comes to us by Khalil Gibran. And... You know, beautiful quote, quote <laughs> beautifully summed up. What Sloth goes on to say, he says, So relax. Everything is going the right way. Even when you are sad, being sad and crying is okay too. That is such a powerful and incredible message that what Sloth is sharing with us right there. We get too stressed out in the day. We get too worried and too anxious about things. And we, we think to ourselves, nothing's going right. Nothing's happening. Nothing's flowing. But that's only one perception. And when we can come back, as what Sloth says, to that point of realizing that it is always going the right way. Because there really is no right or wrong. There is no right or wrong. It's always leading us to a positive place. And if you feel like crying at times, then cry. I have times I still cry. I have times that something really, really touches my heart. And I need to let it out. Crying is a way of letting it out. It's not a weakness. It's not um, something to be shameful of or anything like that. It's an important way to help us release our emotions. And if we look at what crying is, if I look at the codes of crying, that codes out to sharing a piece of yourself with the world. It codes out to success. It codes out to carrying out your own purpose. That's a powerful thing. So if we think about crying, being a part of carrying out our own purpose, and it makes us magnetic. And the reason it makes us magnetic is because we are so open oftentimes in the moment that we are crying we're no longer holding on to or forcing things. We are letting go and accepting and releasing and surrendering in the moment. What Slav goes on to share with us, he says, I'm currently not making live events because I had asked him, are you doing any live events? I want concerts. <laughs> I want performances. He says he's currently not making live events yet, though he's had a few offers. says, I'm a one-man show, and most of my songs are multi-instrumental, and that is hard to pull off properly live, maybe in the future. And, um, you know, I know how that goes because Jim and Ashley Cash of Orland Green, who have been on the show in the past, they were on my show spring of last year, and I participated in a sound healing event with them, and I've watched how they do it, and they have multiple instruments, and they do um, looping and layering and things like that to work with so that they can actually pull off uh, live events uh, because there is so much that goes into the music um, and what they're doing. So we're going to look forward. I'm sure that Lex is going to get the inspiration he needs. (laughs) to to create those live events and to find a way to do it um, and, and I wish I was in the Czech Republic <laughs> to do it and and it's going to be exciting to um, you know to hear when he is doing more and hopefully he will keep me posted on that um, as that comes about and as that develops because I, I definitely think that his music is something that the world needs to hear. I think that it is something that needs to be shared. Um, you've gotten pieces throughout the show. You've been getting to listen to some of the songs um, on the show of what is on the album that he just released in March. So certainly I hope that you will be checking that out. And I don't know if Wetzel has any closing points or closing um, things that he wants to leave us with, so I'm going to give him a little time to type that in if there is something there that he, he would like, but he's expressed some incredibly powerful points here. And, you know, going back to those aspects of, again, realizing that you are always on the right path. Okay, you can't be on the, on the wrong path we're always doing the best we can do in every moment, even when we're doing nothing, you know. Um, And to remember that those hard and those difficult situations, they're not so hard when we let ourselves out in the situation. Oftentimes what makes a situation hard, at least in my experiences, is that we're so busy trying to be somebody else. We're so busy trying to to fit into a mold where somebody says we have to be angry or hurt or painful or things like this um, along the way, and we don't have to be. You know, we don't have to hurt in challenging times. It's our from the mind. It's the way we perceive things. And as he shared in the message written by Khalil Gibran, which I love Khalil's work, um, That, you know, as you know these things, that your pain would not seem less wondrous than your joy. I love that piece. If you could keep your heart in wonder at the daily miracles of your life, your pain would not seem less wondrous than your joy. And I have experienced that. When we see the miracles in everyday life, you're not going to feel the pain. The pain isn't going to feel like pain What you... You you let go of the judgment of things being right or wrong or painful or joyous. But you simply come from your heart. And he's expressing that um, he is very thankful (laughs) for the beautiful words about his music, um, that he really appreciates it, and he's very thankful to have been able to come on the show and to share his work and to share his thoughts with us today. I am extremely grateful. Um, I am one of those people that I always believe that the people we need to be connected with or to communicate with or to share time and space with always show up at the right time. You know, they always connect. And it's funny when I'm booking guests, I don't always know what's going to come out at the time of the show. And it always becomes this powerful thing. And it seems like even though I book them maybe months and months out, that they are um, the perfect thing when the time rolls around. (laughs) They are the perfect person to have with me. And it's very, very exciting too with What's Love because he is actually – my final musical guest on the show. Um, as those know, I am wrapping up this show. It will be, um, I'll be wrapping it up in two months. So we have eight more shows left to do uh, here. And so, I mean, really a true honor to have him as, as my final musical guest on the show. And we're going to cover a lot of ground. And as I've told people, the show is going to become not a weekly scheduled thing. Um, I will be doing periodic shows and I will have people periodically probably that I'll bring through. But um, I I will be continuing with things, just not on a weekly basis. Uh, he, He wanted to share in here also, as you spoke about trying to be somebody and somebody we are not, reminds me of one of my recent quotes on this topic. Maybe saying, I don't know who I am anymore, isn't such a bad thing. Maybe it's a good thing because I no longer think I am somebody like I used to think. Maybe my being somebody was transformed into simply being without any rule and boundaries telling me what to do and without any ego made name and title telling me how much better or worse I am compared to others. That is a powerful piece of information for all of us to keep in mind. It's not a bad thing to say, I don't know who I am anymore. Matter of fact, I find that to be one of the most powerful things to say that because there is so much relief in that. To be able to let go, and I have done a lot of this, particularly over the last year, being concerned whether I am on Oprah or any other show out there, being that so-called somebody in the elite's world, because I'm not interested in being compared to anybody else, and that sounds to me like that's what what Slav is saying as well, when we can let go of that ego, man-made name and title telling me that I'm better or worse than somebody else, because it's not true, None of us are better or worse than anybody else. We're all equal. We all have beautiful things that we share in this world. We all play a piece in this world. And we don't need to pacify our ego in that process. And he, he's saying it's a huge honor for me to be on your show. Well, <laughs> I think this is what Slav's showed today. <laughs> it's a huge honor for me to be in his show world today. Um, This is is true, and he says, and a huge honor to be your final musical guest. I didn't know that was going to be the case when I booked him, but but it has definitely turned out to be the guest, and I'm sure that his music will be a part of my uh, recap final show as well. I have no doubt about that (laughs) uh, because it is very, very powerful, and I hope if you've missed any part of this show, you will go back so that you can catch the sharing, and the thoughts that have been expressed during the show. Even though we had some technical challenges, it just goes to show in life, right? Even if you do get challenges in life, and and we're bound to hit them, and we don't have to blame it on anything. It's just that's what's happening in the moment. And you can still go on with things. You can still make it a beautiful experience and no matter what the challenges are that are going on. And he says, he says, let's say we are both happy we got to have this conversation together. Absolutely. <laughs> I am definitely very happy we got to have this conversation together. Um, very, very powerful. And it, and it goes to show you no matter what your challenges are, when you come from the heart, you will definitely bridge those gaps and you will definitely find a way to um, make it through. And he shared some powerful things in here. And, again, I will be posting the links um, for uh, for Ben and Maul on, um, on the YouTube version of the show because I think it would be very, very exciting, um, especially for those people who are doing work and things like that, to just... Talk in and say hi to them and say, hey, there's people out there that are thinking about you and loving you and caring about you and, you know, are happy you're in our world sharing it with us. And I'm sure that that would be a huge thing that would probably brighten up their day quite a bit. We do have a final song, by the way, that will be coming up by What's Lost, so I hope that you will stay tuned and uh, stay with that. Next week, I will be talking about the codes and programming in television. (laughs) That's right. A lot of us have watched television. I don't really watch it anymore, but um, I want to share with you, and, and this will be a show where it's not going to be about, okay, let's get down on everything and let's get depressed about what the messages are, but the key about being aware, because it's important to be aware of what we're watching because when we are even with the programming that is there, we can then start to take benefits from it instead of just taking in the programming of it. So it will be an interesting show. Don't forget, you can get the international bestseller that I'm a collaborator on, Embraced by the Divine, the Emerging Women's Gateway to Power, Passion, and Purpose at embracedbythedivine.com. And you can also check out all of my work from working with codes to monthly video tips, archive shows, interviews, others have done on me. And I will have some more interviews coming up in the near future. Um, Later this month, I have an interview coming up with Luella May. Uh, I'll be on her show. And then I also have a couple of other shows I'll be on in the fall, a summit that I'll be on in the fall uh, called Share Your Story. There's all kinds of things that... Are coming up, so you'll want to stay posted on that. I know I've laid low on events this year. I am doing so much restructuring of things this year, so many shifts and changes with legal name change and um, all kinds of things that I'm going to keep you posted on, which is why I haven't been running events this year. But I am looking forward to bringing some things out uh, in 2017, so watch for that. Don't forget that we've got various shows here on Main Street Universe. Tuesdays, we have Susan Wheat, shares her work in herbs and natural plants. Wednesdays, we have our flagship show. Daniel, Janice are on that show. Uh, They do all kinds of things, from readings to talking about things to having guests on the show. Um, Also, Janice periodically does her own show called Reflections and Rhythms. And periodically, we have Darren Bupair, who comes in as a reader at Madame Laveau in New Orleans and comes on about once a month, and we have a few others, you know, that are doing shows periodically, so you just got to stay connected with us and see what's going on. This is Jesse on Nichols George, and I'm so glad that you joined me here today, and thank you to all of our listeners, not only on Blog Talk Radio, but those that are streaming live on Penn, known as Pear Encounters Network, Streamfinder, and Talk Stream Live, as well as those catching our podcasts at iTunes, TuneIn.com, and those catching the YouTube version of our show. Don't forget that if you have enjoyed the show today, share it with others. It will be available at the same link in our archives. And I'm going to leave you today with the song. Um, actually, which song am I leaving? <laughs> oh, geez, I had it right here on my, the tip of my tongue. I'm leaving you today with Sunrise, which is by today's guest, What's More walk and so grateful that he has been a part of this show and been on it and again if you missed any part of it you can go back catch them the archives in the meantime this is sunrise enjoy this closing song, song beautiful music by what's love walk and I think I had a final comment or two in there but thank you so much I look forward to seeing you again next week right here on the code connection May you enjoy the rest of your weekend and have a truly amazing week. Mm.